Welcome to the Michigan Association of Broadcasters award-winning Monday Night Lights with Brad Allen on KJC Country, 104.7 FM and WKJC.com. Monday Night Lights, it is Brad Allen here with you as we... Finally have a Monday Night Lights in studio for the first time in I don't know how long have I had a Monday Night Lights actually in studio. Jeff Erickson joining me here as well and we've got plenty of things to get to today but first of course we are brought to you by the Erickson Family Insurance Agency in West Branch. Bogey's Indoor Golf of Tower City Class Family Ace Hardwares with 18 locations to serve you. Kevin Hummer accounts at Dean Arbor Chevrolet in East Dallas and Northeastern Window and Door of Harrisville. And Alpina. What's up, Jeff? How are you, man? Hey, wonderful night. How you doing tonight? I am doing quite all right. Thanks for uh, riding in for another Monday Night Lights. It seems like you were just here in the studio a few weeks ago. Believe it or not, we don't have Paul Vayner coming in today. I know every time you hear Paul's here, but I don't think he's coming in today. Well, you never know. He might pop in just to surprise us. We could uh, we could always give him a call and see if he could join us. I mean, it's... Yeah. Uh, or hopefully he's listening. Paul, you're always welcome. Paul, yeah, if you're in there, give us a call. Let well, us know you're around. That's right. There's always golf stuff to talk about. You can talk about the Escota golfers that are with you as well. But we've got plenty of things uh, to hit on today. We'll get to the Lions in a little bit. Uh, we've got some highlights that we're going to play from last week. That is where we will begin is by uh, some games that you and I saw last week. And let's start with the one you and I did. Hale versus All Gray. Uh, this is a matchup. You and I were kind of talking about it during the game. We made jokes, and this is a good chance for us to kind of explain what we mean. We thought we saw the same game two years in a row between these two teams. Everything kind of seemed like it went the same exact way. All Gray uh, couldn't quite break the press of Hale. It's, they just kind of kept you know, banging their head on a wall, uh, trying to uh, continue to play that game one way. Hale ends up uh, with a big-time victory. We'll get to the highlights in a second. But, uh, yeah, a uh, very similar game to 2023. Yeah, it really was. It seemed like the same game, different year. It was we kind of looked over at each other about halfway through that second half and, and said, man, have we been here before? It seems like we were just looking at it from the opposite side of the gym. Of course, last year we were at Hale. But, yeah, Augre really struggled, uh, struggled with the half-court trap. And, um, you know, I've always thought that's a good, uh, a good defense, Brad, especially at the high school level. Uh, you know, if they run that right, they allow them to get to the corner and use that uh, half-court line as kind of a third defender. Uh, boy, oh boy, that, that's awful tough for, for high schoolers because they can't reverse the ball once they're in the, in the front court into the back court and to reverse it around. And a lot of times, especially if there's a little bit of height, uh, it makes it real difficult to throw over the top of that. So, you know, coaches, if you're out there listening, take it from Brad and I. If you're a high school coach, go with the half-court trap. Half-court trap. We've seen plenty full courts. A lot of 2-2-1 presses or even diamond presses uh, at the full court. But those offer, if you're spreading out your defense, that means there are more open spaces. That half-court I mean, you are just baiting all great. They know what's coming, uh, but still, uh, they were not quite able to get there. If you missed the game, here's how it sounded with Jeff and I. Kicks it out to Mullins. Mullins down low to Egressix. Can't get it to go. Offensive rebound. Pulled down by McCaddy, who lays it in with a left-hand layup. And uh, Hale's biggest lead of the game, 21-14. McCaddy to Patton, corner three. Too long. Rebound, McCaddy, and Hale goes up and it's blocked. He to the line. 
down to Ingrassic. Just uses that big body and bullies the defense out of the way and makes a nice left-handed left layup. I think he might have posed there for a minute. Did you see that? Getting big. <laughs> he did flex a little. He was flexing just a little bit on him. Our final score, Hale 56, Gray 24. 56-24 is the final, but this game was a heck of a lot closer in the first half. Augre came out. They were right with Hale. I think it was a one-point game at the end of a quarter, 10-9, something like that. Uh, got pushed out to a seven-point lead at the half, but Hale kind of extended it out, and Aiden Agresic said he was a big, big part of that. He became a big-time factor down low. Yeah, he really did. They had no answer for him, and uh, in a stretch of three or four minutes there where he really uh, just imposed his will down low, and that really was the difference. That and just the inability to be able to really break that press and then turn anything, uh, turn it into offense. Uh, there were a couple of times when they did that uh, where they got a couple of easy buckets there in the second half, kind of late in, in the half after everything was was pretty much settled, but Overall, yeah, that was really the difference. was a was a run there that they went on uh, about uh, what probably four or five minutes of that second half um, to kind of put it a little distance away and then eventually put them away. But um, you know, Augray did some things, especially in that first half, um, that, that they probably felt real good about. If you go back and look at the tape, but but boy, the second half, Hale uh, just kind of imposed their will upon them. Let's project uh, each of these two teams a little bit, but uh, Hale, they've got some nice players. Brady McCaddy had a really nice game. He had over 20 points in this one. Aiden Agresic's very smooth down low, and then they've got some nice pieces around it with Spencer Patton. I like Coach Cotterman as well. I think he puts together a good game plan, so I like what Hale has going forward. Uh, they're going to be tough team to play for just about everybody. They play hard. Yeah, they really do, and uh, you know they they you mentioned that they play hard. You know they're they're a scrappy team, uh, not a lot of size, especially in the front court um, or in the back court, excuse me. But uh, you know they they struggle at times. I thought you know they try to run everything through the high post, yeah, and uh, and and really not not a lot of turn and look at the bucket. It's almost uh, just kick it in and then kind of try and work it back out. Um, of course, they played a 2-3 zone, Gray did, the whole game. So, uh, you know, I don't know what they would look like against a real good man team. It'd be interested to see what their offense does. But, no, definitely uh, they play hard, uh, well-coached basketball team, and, uh, you know, some, some, some good pieces around them. And we brought up during the game that you could see with Gray that they're young. I mean, they started four sophomores uh, against Hale. They're young. They're inexperienced. But we saw some nice pieces from them. Brandon Smolin looks like a tremendous athlete uh, as one of their guards. We liked uh, some of the uh, play they had down low. They look like they've got some some pretty nice pieces. Lucas Verdusco in there as well. Yeah, no doubt, uh, especially down low. We talked about the couple of sophomores down there with, with decent height for, for sophomore size. Need to fill out a little bit, you know, get a little bit bigger, uh, a little bit stronger down low. But, but yeah, you mentioned that. I mean, starting all those sophomores, uh, you know, really, uh, really, really young team, um, but, but a few athletes there as well. And, uh, you know, we saw a couple of uh, back-to-back block shots, I remember, there uh, about halfway through that fourth, uh, you know, that second half where they, you know, blocked a couple of shots. And, and rebounded well uh, for, for short periods of time. But uh, just kind of got wore down, I thought, a little bit. And uh, that was really the difference. But, yeah, but yeah definitely some, some pieces to work with at Augre as well. Yeah, I just hope they stick together, that that group kind of sticks with it. Looks like Coach Blackmore's got their attention. That's one thing that's good is 
they know they're walking into every game, you know, pretty much underdogs in just about every game. I think they ended up beating Atlanta. Uh, Aug Gray did uh, just a day or two after uh, we did our game. But uh, Coach Blackmore looks like he's always got good energy. He's always smiling uh, out there on the bench. He's really into uh, when his team does something well. That's something that I appreciate there. Yeah, you know, and they real quickly, you know, they were right in front of us there, and we saw yeah. that at halftime. We commented on it off air, you know, just, boy, what a great rapport he had with those kids. And, you know, you see these coaches, they're out there yelling and carrying on, and quite frankly, kids don't react to that well, I mean, long term. I mean, sometimes you got to get after them a little bit and, and you know, let them know that, you, that you're there. And But but the, the Bobby Knight style of coaching, uh, just I just don't believe it works at the high school level. Um, but I thought he did a real nice job in the huddle, and, and, and kids responded well to him and continue to play hard. Yeah, and so again, I hope that it sticks with it uh, for time to come because we see the pieces there. They look like good, good pieces. And I got to mention Cole Pendrick's name because he came up and said hi to us uh, he absolutely, before the game. He absolutely did. And, you know, think about this. One last thought. That's a JV team yeah. out there playing against a varsity team. So think about that. I mean, that JV team is going to win a lot of basketball games in the North Star League against other JV teams, if you think about it that way. That's a great point. That's something that you don't think about there with all those sophomores. It is a JV team. That's a pretty solid JV basketball team that they had there. They're going to learn over the next couple of years. Also, then later on in the week, Thursday night, myself, Brian, Catfish, Johnson, we got treated to a really good one uh, up in Alcona. Alcona and Mayo, it started with the girls' varsity game uh, before uh, the boys' varsity game. So I got my first look up close at Mia McGregor, uh, who is averaging now, I think after the weekend, she's averaging something like 42 points a game, something like that. Uh, I saw her lowest scoring output of the year. She was at about, uh, she, I think she had uh, 32 uh, of a team's uh, 36 points. And so, I mean, she was really good. Uh, she was beaten down, I would say, by Alcona. They played a physical brand of basketball. I like the defense uh, that Coach Corinna Charbonneau threw out at Mia McGregor. You can't play her one-on-one, right? It's it's impossible. You're playing a future Division One athlete. You're not going to play her one-on-one. What they did is they played a what I would call a 2-1-2 defense. The two girls at the top, they are always on Mia because she always has the ball. Always on Mia at all times. If she veers any way left or right, the girl in the middle comes over. And so then becomes a triple team. If she goes to the corner, whoever is the two down, they come over too. If she goes in the corner, it's four girls on Mia McGregor. And so it was just throwing different bodies at her. They did a good job. Like I said, they got physical with her. I do did not want to officiate that game. I can tell you that because the officials had an impossible job in that one because you either had to call everything or nothing. And, of course, if you call everything... The Alcona fans are going to get mad. You call nothing, the Mayo bench is going to get mad. The Mayo fans are going to get mad. It was an impossible job, Jeff, to officiate that game. When you have, because Mia, it's not like she dribbled around it. She sometimes is splitting these double and triple teams. There's contact. She went on the ground multiple times. Gosh, I don't envy anybody who has to deal with that. That Defense dealing with Mia McGregor or uh, an official who has to try and have law and order in this game. Yeah, you know, that's so tough. I'll tell you, at the high school level, and, and you know, you, you look at a lot of these northern teams up here, and they play a certain way. And you and I've thought about this a lot, actually. I followed Cadillac last year. A really good friend of mine uh, is assistant coach over at Cadillac. Had a great season at the boys' level and watched them in the, in the quarterfinals last year after they took down Standish in that regional final. But I watched them, and they played a, a team from downstate 
just a different brand of basketball, just literally mauling them all over the floor. And we commented that night about how difficult that is because you, you said it, you either got to call everything or you got to let a lot of it go. And there's no flow to the basketball game when you're calling everything. And that is so difficult for anybody, but especially at the high school level, level to adapt to that. And a lot of times it's adapting to the way that they're going to call a basketball game. And, you know, I know we'll talk a little NFL later, but that even is in the NFL level. You know, I do some officiating, obviously, of football and such. But, you know, how are they going to, what are they going to allow down the field? Are they going to allow the, uh, you know, the corners and the safeties to come up and, and bump and jam and grab and hold? And, and or are they going to let them play? And the team usually that can figure that out is the team that usually has some success. So uh, great points there on on that uh, on, the, on that with the officiating. It's impossible. What a tough job that is. But she, by the way, is fantastic. Mia McGregor is awesome. I I was able to talk uh, with you know I guess I'd be assisting coach over her dad and who is the boys coach Ty McGregor a little bit after the game, uh, and he talked about how he likes her having to face these types of defenses because it forces her to slow down, diagnose what's going on, and actually make a move. Not just go off of muscle memory, not just go off of things that she's done on the AAU circuits or practiced or whatever it is that she wants to do. She actually has to look at what this defense is doing, diagnose it, and make a play. Now, whether that was kicking it to the corner and cutting off of it trying to get open, which she did multiple times, whether it was just, you know what, I'm giving up this possession. We're going to let somebody else shoot the basketball, which that she did. Obviously, she shot a lot of times. I mean, she had 32 of 36 points. She shot a lot. Uh, But her ability to just sit, and she would just kind of sit with her back to the defense, just looking and looking and looking, trying to figure out what to do. I mean, she was ranked by Sports Illustrated one of the 20 best freshman girls basketball players in the country, and you got to see why. Uh, And... If you get the chance to see her, and Jeff, same thing for you. If you get the chance to see her, also you guys listening, don't just go for the game. Show up. If the girls' game is at 6, show up at 5.30. Show up at 5.40 and watch her shoot. Just watch her work her uh, pregame routine where she's going to start in. She's going to work her way out. And by the end of her pregame routine, she is shooting a good 7 or 8 feet behind the free throw line. Jeff, it looks like free throws. She is just out there, and it's just nothing but net on nine out of the ten shots. She's just working on her form, working on her progression. This is a girl who, I mean, obviously she has basketball background with her family, the McGregors, but also uh, you can tell she's worked at this craft. She's got it down. Yeah, and you don't get to that, you know, that level uh, without without a lot of work. Yeah. And and I guarantee you she's the last one out of the gym every night. You know, I can guarantee you that. Uh, you know, it, it, there's so much that goes into it. Um, and, and all of the AAU circuit and all of the youth basketball. And, you know, and I just hope that she continues the love of basketball. I, yeah. You know, hope that she loves the game because that usually ends up being the difference. You know, you talk about Division One athlete. You know, you see a lot of Division One potential when you see freshmen you know, sophomore, whatever it is. And are they re- are they ready at the end of that senior year to throw their shoes out and say, you know, enough is enough. Um, you just hope that that passion stays if it truly is, you know, that it's truly something she wants to do. Yeah, and I think what would help is, you know, right now it's got to be a tough season for her uh, because she is playing with such an inexperienced team. I mean, they're starting multiple freshmen on that team with her. Uh, and she's not... Yes, she may be listed. That might be the grade she's in. She's not a freshman basketball player. So uh, 
she's not out there with these experienced basketball players. I remember interviewing her coach uh, and, and her mom, Christy McGregor, and talking about how they have like one player who has basketball experience who's returning from the varsity team last year. So I think what would help a lot is as the program grows around her, she's not going to face quite as hard of defense. But right now, I can tell you, Alcona was not worried about anybody else on the floor. They just weren't. They didn't care. All eyes, all five girls had their eyes on Mia McGregor. Uh, And the only thing that Alcona didn't do was score. They were so focused on defense, they didn't score. Maya won the game because Alcona didn't put the ball in the bucket. I I just walked by as I was leaving the uh, the girls' coach, and I just said, hey, great job on Mia tonight. And she goes, yeah, we did. We held her under 40. That was our goal. But you can't win games scoring less than 30 points. And she, that, that was her thing. She was like, yeah, that's fine that she scored 30. She goes, but you got to score. We got to put points in. And they just did, didn't end up doing that. So focused on defense. Yeah, you got to outscore them. You know, you got, at the end of the day, you got you to score one more point than, uh, than the opponent. Doesn't matter what the game is, Brad. No doubt about it. All right, let's get to the highlights. Then we'll take a, a quick break here of the boys game that Catfish and I did. This was Alcona taking on Mayo. And uh, we'll have some thoughts on this afterwards as well. Shot dribbling up at the logo, guarded by Brody Fox. Gets a screen from Walker, slip and roll. Walker up at the lane. Through the contact, lays it up and in. Walker with two early buckets. It's 10-7, Alcona. Yeah, beautiful balance problem there. Archo, bounce pass inside Brucher. Brucher out to Cooper. Cooper, right side, Archo. He'll try a right wing three, knock it down. His second. He's got 10 in the quarter. Ebert, left corner three for Alcona. No good, but Evan Borsville gets the offensive rebound. Spins around and lays it up and in. Dumped down low, Brucher. Brucher dribble, blocked by Renchensky. And it's rebounded by Alcona. Left side shot, wanted another three. Instead, goes to the free throw line. Walker, little mid-range jumper. Good, Colin Walker. Everything's just coming up aces for the Tigers right now. Archo now has it up at the top of the key. He'll drive in, step Ooh. through, lays it up and in. What a beautiful play by Costas Archo, I mean, 21 they, points. I didn't think there was any space between them, and he just went, he found the crack in the defense there. That ends our contest, our final score. Alcona 50, Mayo 34. 50 to 34 is the final. And that sounds like uh, Mayo kind of got it handed to him, and they did a little bit. Alcona played well. Uh, but... The biggest story for me here was, this is like my fifth game seeing Alcona. I don't have much more thoughts on Alcona that I haven't seen before. But Mayo had five guys, Jeff. Five. Uh, there were seven on the roster. I don't know where one was. Uh, and one was uh, in a sling on the bench. They had five that they walked in there with. Uh, and when you have five, you are at just such a big disadvantage. Even if you had six, being able to bring one guy in who's fresh would be nice. Uh, but having five, you're just you're just in a tough, tough spot. Yeah, you really are, and I'll tell you, you know, it's 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 sad to see. It really is. I'm assuming they don't have a JV program, correct? Right? So you you have five five dudes, you know, playing uh, at a basketball rich school like like Mayo, you know, and that boy, it's hard it's hard to see. Uh, it really is, and uh, you know, just the lack of lack of numbers. Um, it's 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 got to be difficult, and I'm sure that Coach McGregor's, um, I'm sure he's scouring the scouring the hallways and trying to get some more some more kids out there. But uh, yeah, yeah, real difficult. Yeah, and you you wonder why some of these things happen. How does uh, a basketball rich school like Mayo? How does it end up with five kids in a program? Yeah, like you mentioned, there's no JV team. It's five kids in the program uh, playing basketball. You just wonder how something like that ends up happening, uh, and what they can do uh, to change. 
uh, something like this. Obviously, we've seen schools take drastic measures uh, to try and just add numbers. Uh, and who knows what they're going to end up doing. But we know, I know Ty McGregor's a great coach. I know that he's going to have those five guys ready to play. And let me tell you, Costas Archo is a fantastic player. Senior for this team. had uh, They scored, what did I say, 34 points. I believe he had 26 or 28 of those 34 points. Real nice left-handed uh, three-point stroke. Big kid could get to the bucket when they wanted to. I didn't think they quickly enough got the ball down to him uh, in the post. He was just outside shooting threes for most of the night and did a nice job or driving. Uh, and it didn't. It wasn't until the fourth quarter, Jeff, that they just they just hammered him the ball at the at the uh, at the block and told him just go get a bucket from there. And, and that really, if they would have gotten to that earlier, they might have been able to slow the game down uh, and get a little bit more of a flow on offense. And speaking of slowing the game down, I'm going to let you respond to this, but I have another point after that. But Yeah, no, just real quick. I mean, El- and Elcona, we know Elcona. You've seen Elcona a lot. Uh, yeah. I, I'm, I'm from very familiar with their program through through football, through watching them last year and, and all those things. And and big kids, you know, that, that can bang with you and then speed. And then you just talked about it, the numbers, you know, just bringing in, uh, you know, cycling in kids and just wearing on them for sure. So, uh, you know, that that's really... That's really the difference in, in those two programs right now. Right. Yeah. Alcona has, I think I was talking to Coach Cole, I mean, well over 20 kids in the program. Uh, people want to play basketball at Alcona right now. People don't want to play basketball at Mayo right now. But Mayo, when every time I've watched them, and I was working with Catfish on Thursday night, and he hadn't really seen Mayo play basketball. And I was like, all right, be prepared. You're about to be angry that high school basketball doesn't have a shot clock. That's the way Coach Ty McGregor likes to play. That is not at all how this team played. They got shots up quickly. And I'm like, you only, my response is, you only have five guys. If there ever was a time to get into the time, McGregor burned two and a half minutes off the clock, just swinging it around offense. It's when you have five guys uh, on the floor. Uh, and instead, I mean, they, they were running and gunning with Alcona. And one, when you only have five guys, it's difficult. But two, there's not a lot of teams that can run and gun with Alcona up here. Yeah, no, they're they're fast. I mean, they they've got some speed. Uh, you know, Gavin Walker, uh, they, you know, kid is is great at facilitating, can get up yeah. and down the floor. Um, you know, the Rashinsky kid inside, I remember him well from from last year. Um, you know, they can pound it in there. They they've got a lot of a lot a lot of nice pieces there in Alcona. Absolutely, the minute Garrett Summers gets out running, I mean, it is it is tough to stop him uh, when he gets going too. So that's a, a quick look at that. Uh, we also have to get to Tawas hockey, but I am well overdue for a break here we come back uh, we will continue on with our uh, high school breakdown here on 104.7 wkjc we are your power station for sports bogey's indoor golf of tawa city offers a premium year-round golf experience featuring the industry's most accurate golf simulators choose from hundreds of local and famous courses bogey's now has a full bar stocked with beer wine and liquor so they have you covered for a fun night out Bogies Indoor Golf at the south end of Tawas City on US 23. Check them out online at bogeystawas.com. That's bogeystawas.com to schedule your tea time today. Start off the new year with a new laminate floor. Our stone plastic composite vinyl is an engineered luxury vinyl that combines limestone and stabilizers to create a stable core that is 100% waterproof and dent resistant. Our Harrisville store stocks eight of today's most popular colors. Our January special on this luxury flooring is $299 per square foot, normally $349 per square foot. Northeastern window and door of Harrisville and Alpena is your local source for your lumber, roofing, siding, hardware, and rental needs. Store hours Monday to Friday, 8 to 5, Saturday 9 to 3. Ace is the place with the helpful hardware, folks. Odds are, there's an ace right in your neighborhood. 
with expert advice and the right tools to make your quick fixes even quicker. Around the clock, what you need in stock with people who know their stuff. Welcome to the Home Convenience Store. Stop into Klaus Family Ace Hardwares, proudly serving you since 1914 with 18 convenient locations. Ace is the place with the helpful hardware folks. Kevin Hummerkaus at Dean Arbor Chevrolet in East Taos wants you to step into a new ride with a new Chevy model like Equinox, Colorado, Trailblazer, and more. If your lease is coming up in the next eight months, contact Kevin today to pre-order one now to help ensure your perfect ride will be available when you need it. Kevin Hummerkaus is committed to getting you a great vehicle with confidence and peace of mind. Contact Kevin Hummerkaus for details by calling 492-1788. That's 492-1788. Dean Arbor Chevrolet in East Taos. Chevrolet, find new roads. Does your goals for the new year include paying off debt, consolidating payments, refinancing, or doing a better job at saving money? Why not schedule a financial checkup with a financial coach at Alpena Elkona Area Credit Union? With over 50 certified financial counselors, we are here to help you reach your goals in 2024. Visit our website at aaacu.com or contact an office near you to schedule your appointment today. Federally insured by the NCUA. In 2024, are you looking to purchase your first home, refinance your current mortgage, or possibly purchase a new home? Not sure how to get started or maybe just have some home loan questions? Contact a member of the mortgage team at Alpena Alcona Area Credit Union with offices in Alpena, Atlanta, Sheboygan, Lincoln, Oscoda, Ossinique, Posen, Roger City, and Tawas. We are an equal housing opportunity lender, federally insured by the NCUA. this song again. Hello, Sarah. Real quick, if you had to choose, would you listen to elevator music all day or deal with payroll compliance? Oh, payroll compliance for sure. Wait, really? Staying compliant is so much easier with Gusto. Gusto automatically calculates my taxes and files with all the right agencies for me. That actually sounds great. Hold up. Can Gusto help my small business with compliance too? Of course they can. Choose payroll compliance without the ups and downs. Visit gusto.com slash radio to sign up for free. With Liberty Mutual, you can customize and save hundreds on your car insurance. But what to buy with those savings? Yep, I bought a sound effects machine. Only pay for what you need at LibertyMutual.com. Savings may vary underwritten by Liberty Mutual Insurance Company and affiliates excludes Massachusetts. Liberty, 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 Liberty. You're listening to Monday Night Lights with Brad Allen on KJC Country, 104.7 FM and WKJC.com. Brad Allen, Jeff Erickson here with you. Monday Night Lights and Monday Night Lights is brought to you in part by Bogies Indoor Golf in Tawas City. Remember, they just opened uh, that location in Alpena as well. They are currently running the, some high school varsity golf fundraisers. They're doing a two-person scramble at Pebble Beach. The entry fee is $10 per person. Winning team gets half the entry fee. The rest goes to the local varsity golf programs. Also offering gift cards to second place, third place, and the team that finishes second to last. So everybody gets a chance. you got to stop in and do that before Sunday February 4th, Bogies Indoor Golf, Tower City, and Alpena. So, uh, Saturday, myself and Kurt Romberger had a fantastic 
Tawas hockey game uh, against the Gladwin Flying G's. Gladwin had won 10 to 5 in the first meeting, and the second meeting absolutely did not disappoint. Puck out front, there's a shot blocked by Miller. Another shot in the slot by Miller, and he scores! Zach Miller gets his own rebound on a lot of hard work by Cody Prim to bring this game to within two goals. Into the zone. Wheeler chips it back, but nobody was there. They go back to center ice. Von Matt now the other way. Braves walk-in shot. Scores! What a beauty! Gage Maxfield takes advantage of a terrible mistake by Gladwin. Rips it right off the stick of a Gladwin player. Walks in, makes the whole defense bite towards him, and makes a great pass. Wide open shot on the other side. Maxfield gives chase there. Andrika with a shot right out and blocked. Loose. Score! And they might burn this place down, Bradley. It's 4-4. Another goal for uh, for Devin Grathoff and another assist for Gage Maxfield. Uh, Maxfield, three assists on the night. Grathoff, his second goal. Seagert with a big head of steam into the Tawas zone. Makes a move. Goes wide on Prim. Scores! Trayton Seagert wins it for the G's with 51 seconds left in overtime. Yeah, Trayton Seagert takes away the big comeback. When that clip started, Talos was down 4-1 to one in the third period. They claw all the way back, and then Trayton Seagert uh, delivers the big-time blow uh, for a 5-4 to four win for Gladwin. A uh, lot of fun. I mean, Talos goes down 4-1. Gladwin scores early on in the third period. And you just, even Kurt mentioned on the air, he goes, well, the air might come out of the tires. He says, Andy, the air might come out of the tires of the Braves. Instead, they did the exact opposite. They get three goals. Barn by the Bay was rocking. Uh, but Trayton Seagrid, unfortunately, with less than a minute to go in overtime, finished the game off. Is there anything better than hockey? I mean, really. Not really. There really is not much better. And I'm yet to call a hockey game. Uh, You guys gave me a call late last year. Somebody was sick, and I I was out of town. I can't wait to do a hockey game one of these days, I'm telling you. But, man, just listening to those highlights and and high school. I've never seen a high school hockey game. So, uh, I, but man, that just, that sounds amazing. And, and, oh, hockey is just a fun, fun sport to watch. And it's a fun one to call. Great. And I, yeah, it's, it's one of the be. best for sound on radio too, because there's just constantly noise happening. Uh, it's, it's so, so good. But also if Trayton Seagert sounds familiar, uh, he's known for coming up in the clutch at Gladwin. He was also the kicker who kicked the game winning, uh, field goal two years ago in the state championship game for them uh, in Division 5. So this is a guy who's just got the clutch gene uh, within him, but way too bad uh, for the Braves that they end up falling just short. Their leading scorer, Maxfield had, uh, Gage Maxfield, 21 goals on the year. Uh, nobody else on the team had more than six coming into the into uh, the night. Uh, he doesn't get a goal, gets three assists, but instead uh, everybody else around him uh, continued uh, to get it. Trenton Reed, who was the goaltender there for Gladwin, played fantastic. Tawasad shot Gladwin by like 15 shots. Uh, but Trenton Reed was able to just stop absolutely everything. But either way, a tremendous comeback. So, Jeff, one of the reasons you wanted to come in today, it's not just because you like me and you want to hang out with me and talk sports. Uh, it's also because uh, there's some great stuff happening uh Within a terrible situation. Uh, you and I tomorrow are going to be broadcasting uh, the Augury Sims Wolverines at the Whittemore Prescott Cardinals uh, high school basketball game. Uh, and, of course, uh, everybody knows about 
uh, the terrible accident that happened with the uh, the girls from Whittemore Prescott. Uh, and schools around here have absolutely stepped up uh, to try and help these families uh, any way they can. Yeah, it's uh, it's been amazing. I in fact, uh, right before I was uh, I came out tonight, we I was out at Whittemore Prescott, and uh, we're we're setting up for our coaches versus cancer game coming up in February. So I'm sure we'll be talking about that again mm-hmm. as well. But I uh, was out there and and talked to Chase Crook, their their athletic director, and and the coaches, and you know just kind of getting a vibe on on everything that's going on out there, and um, an absolute tragedy. I, I'm sure everybody probably in the listening area here has has heard about the. Uh, uh, the two young seventeen-year-olds uh, that lost their lives, and uh, and uh, as well as uh, the driver who was who was injured in that vehicle, and then uh, uh, another vehicle that was involved with a uh, you know a young younger younger I say younger than me, but uh, uh, taking a, a eight-year-old to school. Uh, so you know, a tragic accident. But you know, when you get stuff like this, uh, you just realize how amazingly blessed. Uh, we are to live in the community that we live in. Um, I was up to Mayo uh, for, on Friday for a girls wrestling tournament. Just went up to to show support up there, and uh, and and you know they were they were doing raffles up there. Um, you know everywhere you go, it seems like there's there's something going on. Um, you know Mayo uh, has has donated their gates. They've done raffles. Uh, uh, Roger City, all their fifty fifty and, and entries. Um, you know so all the way up to Roger City. I mean two hours from here sure. uh, but another conference foe um, you know Augre and Hale did a 50-50 the game that we were at and uh, uh, with $500, $600 and a 50-50 you know with, with what you know 50 fans there yeah exactly you know um and and then of course the winner donating the money back and all that money every single there. penny every of single it. penny of it um the same thing the other night at mile same thing uh at that wrestling tournament and they were doing stuff all weekend um you know uh Tawas and standish uh, are doing a, a a game they're you know dressing in in whittemore prescott colors they're asking people to wear whittemore prescott colors to to the Tawas and standish game it just just so many things going on um tomorrow night uh at the basketball game that we'll be at um it started out to be a couple of baskets that were going to be raffled off if you go online and you check it out uh you can you can go to several different places but uh, if you go online and check it out uh erickson family agency you can you can go there or my uh facebook page i've donated it but or uh, i've uh, um, put the donations on there from all these amazing amazing businesses and individuals in our community that have donated to these individual uh you know f- these baskets and and gift certificates and just it, it started out to be this little thing a week ago and uh the people have come together and and they're donating all of the gate tomorrow so all that's going on at the basketball game tomorrow night and then wednesday uh wrestling they were looking for something as well uh, they're going to be doing raffles and donating some stuff and then they're doing some online raffles um we had uh 10 they were doing a, a deck of 52 cards uh ten dollars a piece and and the coach reached out and said you know hey would you be interested in in, in doing some things with this and we we uh you know so we we literally threw it out on a web uh, on the uh, facebook we sold out those cards in in 10 minutes and and then another deck and another deck and another deck and pretty soon one prize became two became three you know all of those are going to be donated to the families unbelievable brad i could go on and on and on and i'm sure i'm missing a lot of you know a lot of schools and a lot of people that are involved but just just incredible absolutely unbelievable
Yeah, and you and I talked about this a little bit last Tuesday night uh, during the game about these communities stepping up and coming together. Uh, and just how wonderful that is. And again, uh, this is why so many of us love living up here. When these awful things happen like this, uh, that everybody just says, what can I do to help? And that's one thing that we love about the community up here. And it seems like everybody has stepped up. It's truly Truly amazing. So uh, we'll talk about it, of course, even more at length uh, tomorrow uh, when we're doing the game. We can even go through what some of the uh, some of the donations are, some of the baskets tomorrow. Uh, but the, our game is on Hits FM, 103.3 and 94.9 with Jeff and I. Whittemore Prescott hosting Aug Gray Sims. All admission proceeds donated to the families uh, every single uh, uh, dollar. So well done by Whittemore Prescott uh, to offer that. As well. And you just can't say enough. I'm somehow speechless and filled with thoughts at the same time. Uh, this type of situation about how great it is and how terrible this whole situation is at the same time. Yeah, you know, and, and things like this, um, these terrible situations bring the best out in people. Yeah. You know, they really do. And uh, and I'm honored. Yeah, it's a it's a great spot to live. We look forward to that tomorrow. Uh, and again, uh, with uh, Kurt Romberger and uh, Brian Catfish Johnson, they'll be right here in WKJC doing a Talis and Standish, and they're doing a, a, a big stuff for it as well. Uh, so tune in tomorrow. Uh, go to these games tomorrow. You know, I don't yeah, care if we don't get a single listener. Uh, right. go, to, go to these games tomorrow. Don't don't even listen to us. Uh, you listen to the pregames, but then on your way driving there. Uh, go to these games tomorrow. Donate. Help these families out uh, and check out the Erickson Family Agency uh, yeah, it's Facebook. On, it's, on my, it's on several websites out there. I, I don't feel comfortable giving other people's, but it is on my personal Jeff Erickson uh, and the Erickson Family Agency as well. Uh, go on there and take a look. Uh, we forwarded uh, a lot of that information along. Like I said, I don't feel comfortable giving other people's out but uh certainly you can you can take a look at mine and and um this is this is just something that is uh you know a lot of people have have gone you know uh, above and beyond to, to put these things together and uh you know just kudos to them so so very like i said honored and and uh privileged to be in in such an amazing community yeah i've never wanted less listeners for a for a basketball game because i want you guys all there never wanted less i uh, we, we'll take a break. We come back. Uh, we're going to transition. We're going to talk about uh, about the Lions a little bit and about the NFL games uh, over the weekend because we only got 20 minutes left here. Uh, we've got stuff that we want to get to. Uh, and for a look at what's happening nationally, let's now take a break with ABC. From ABC Sports. I'm Daria Albinger. The NFL's conference championship matchups are set. After yesterday's divisional round game, the Chiefs will be taking on Lamar Jackson and the Ravens with a trip to the Super Bowl on the line. Earlier today, Kansas City head coach Andy Reid said Jackson is going to be a lot to handle. This kid, he throws it well. He throws on the move well. He runs the ball well. We've just got to stay on top of that part of it throughout practice this week and then during the game. That's the AFC Championship game and later next Sunday the 49ers host the Lions in the NFC Championship. Detroit has reportedly signed veteran tight end Zach Ertz to a contract after tight end Brock Wright was injured against the Buccaneers yesterday. Some coaching news sources say the Jaguars have hired Falcons defensive coordinator Ryan Nielsen to take charge of the defense in Jacksonville. Meanwhile recently fired commanders head coach Ron Rivera is expected to interview for the Eagles defensive coordinator position. And Michigan coach Jim Harbaugh is expected to have a second interview with the Chargers this week. Round four action at the Australian Open this morning. Second seed Carlos Alcaraz cruised into the quarterfinals with a straight set win over Myanmar Kekmanovic. And tonight, 12 seeded 
American. Taylor Fritz takes on world number one Novak Djokovic in the quarterfinals. Fritz, who's never beaten the Joker in eight career meetings, said he played some of his best tennis during a fourth round win over Stefano Tsitsipas on facing Djokovic. I have a lot more uh, level to bring than I've previously brought against him. So hopefully... uh Hopefully I can play another match like today. And more quarterfinal action tonight when Coco Goff faces Marta Kostyok. Top NBA this evening, Victor Wembanyama and the Spurs visit Joel Embiid and the 76ers in Philadelphia. And the Trey Youngless Hawks take on the Kings. Daria Albinger, ABC Sports. When you use bounce dryer sheets and your clothes look amazing, it's the sheet. Less static in your life? Yeah, it's the sheet. Smelling fresher than ever? It's the sheet. Oh, so soft fabric. Ooh la la. It's the sheet. Less wrinkles on your clothes. You know it's the sheet. Bounce dryer sheets. More freshness, more softness. Less static, less wrinkles. It's the sheet. Offer not valid in all states or where prohibited by law. Loans are subject to lender approval. See website for details. Honey, the credit card bill came, and we're maxed out. Maxed out cards. Rent is due. We just need some extra cash to help us get by. Maybe we should go to 27cash.com. With our bad credit? 27cash.com is one of the largest personal loan networks. They can help people with any type of credit get up to $5,000, and cash can hit our bank account as soon as tomorrow. When you need extra cash, go to 27cash.com. That's 27cash.com. 27cash.com. Kevin Hummerkhaus at Dean Arbor Chevrolet in East Dallas wants you to step into a new ride with a new Chevy model like Equinox, Colorado, Trailblazer, and more. If your lease is coming up in the next eight months, contact Kevin today to pre-order one now to help ensure your perfect ride will be available when you need it. Kevin Hummerkhaus is committed to getting you a great vehicle with confidence and peace of mind. Contact Kevin Hummerkhaus for details by calling 492-1788. That's 492-1788. Dean Arbor Chevrolet in East Dallas. Chevrolet. Find new roads. Start off the new year with a new laminate floor. Our stone plastic composite vinyl is an engineered luxury vinyl that combines limestone and stabilizers to create a stable core that is 100% waterproof and dent resistant. Our Harrisville store stocks eight of today's most popular colors. Our January special on this luxury flooring is $2.99 per square foot, normally $3.49 per square foot. Northeastern window and door of Harrisville and Alpena is your local source for your lumber, roofing, siding, hardware, and rental needs. Store hours Monday to Friday, 8 to 5, Saturday 9 to 3. Feeling trapped with that old phone? Don't. Getting a new phone is easy. Come into Verizon and get one of our best phones on us with Select Trade-In on Unlimited Ultimate Plan and get a plan that helps you save by only paying for what you need. Act now and get a brand new phone at your Verizon store today. $999.99 device payment or full retail purchase with new smartphone line on Unlimited Ultimate Plan required. Less up to $1,000 trade-in slash promo credit applied over 36 months. Promo credit ends if eligibility requirements are no longer met. 0% APR. Trading conditions apply. Jessica, this is the happiest day of my life. Right up there with the day I bought my RV and insured it with Progressive. Man, I love that thing. There are a million fish in the sea, which I'm reminded of every time I bring my RV to the lake, but I vow to love and cherish you just as much as I cherish campsites with full electric and water hookups. (laughs) I'm so sorry. Protect your beloved with an RV policy from Progressive. Take as little as four minutes to see what you could save at Progressive.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. 
tired of trying to keep track of all those gas reward cards? Then it's time for you to sign up for the fuel rewards at your local Forward Shell convenience store. Instead of a rewards card, simply insert your phone number or link a debit or credit card and automatically earn your rewards. New members instantly earn five cents off per gallon. That's not all. Earn an additional 10, 20, or even 30 cents off per gallon just by using your phone number or linking a debit credit card to your everyday purchases. Sign up at your local Forward Shell convenience store today. Shop Neiman's Family Market on US 23 in Tawa City and get curbside pickup with Neiman's Goods to go. Order online, pick up at Neiman's. Log on to Neiman'sFamilyMarket.com and shop Neiman's this week for these great specials. Shopping Neiman saves you time and money. Hi, this is Ray from Neiman's Family Market. Save on juicy Chairman's Reserve boneless English roast, only $4.99 a pound. Fresh blueberries, three for ten dollars. And from our bakery, signature or cheese and sourdough old bread. $3.49 each. Find these and more great savings at Neiman's Family Market. U.S. 23, Tawa City. You're listening to Monday Night Lights with Brad Allen on KJC Country, 104.7 FM and WKJC.com. It's days like this. I wish this show was like four hours long because I have so much more things to say. And yet I only have 16 minutes to say it. And we still have more another break to take. So we don't have a ton of time uh, to get into the Lions. But of course, we have to talk about the Lions. Uh, you couldn't find a happier guy than me in the world right now. Uh, the Lions make the NFC title game for the first time in my lifetime. Uh, I think it was 1991 was the last time. So that's six years before I was born. Uh, so that was the last time they were in it. And they're in it again. And let's start uh, with this segment, Jeff. Let's talk about the game from Sunday. Uh, the Lions entered a six-and-a-half-point favorite over top of Tampa Bay. I felt like that was just about the right number. Uh, and for, I'd say, the first three quarters of that game, I'd say the Lions played to, at best, C-plus to uh, what I think their potential is. Uh, give Tampa Bay credit for that, too. Uh, Tampa Bay stopped some things. But the first 10 minutes of the fourth quarter was an A to an A-plus. I could not believe how good they were. That's when they scored three straight touchdowns uh, and opened that game up to where they ended up taking total control. So uh, it just they played well enough to win the game the entire game, but there was one stretch in the, that fourth quarter, the beginning of the fourth quarter. They were great. Yeah, they definitely were, and uh, you know what a what a great fourth quarter. Uh, you know, putting together those three long drives uh, and and really just closing that game out and and turning what was a, a very very good football game throughout. Mm-hmm. Um, and then just the ability to be able to close it down too. You know, to be able to just lock it down like they did two weeks ago and and say no, nope, we're not going to give you another opportunity. I mean, I know they they kicked it away and 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 so forth. And then just the defense, I thought thought it was fitting you know that that the defense ended up coming up just to show that it was a total team effort i mean they were great in special teams uh and and really have been have been solid in special teams all year um you know they kind of a strange deal switching place kickers kind of in the middle yeah. uh the packers will take either one of those by the way uh <laughs> we'll take we'll gladly take the lions leftovers <laughs> Uh, but but no but but in all reality I mean they've been they've had a good uh, a good special teams unit uh, you know all year a, a fantastic punter by the way I mean that gets lost I mean that guy can kick the football yes he can uh, but but all all phases I mean they're uh, they're 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 a, a really really good football team and they put it together and Jameer Gibbs had a great great showing. And I was almost getting frustrated. I love David Montgomery, but I was getting frustrated when I saw him in the backfield because I just looked at that Tampa Bay defense and thought, 
They can stop Montgomery. They can stop the straight-ahead, one-cut runner that David Montgomery is. They didn't have an answer for Jameer Gibbs, who only had nine carries on the night, and he had 74 yards with those nine carries. Plus, he had some receiving yards as well, 40 receiving yards on four receptions. Uh, He was absolutely awesome, uh, but... Toughness, I think, was a big deal in this game. Uh, Sam Laporta, there's no way that guy's completely healthy. Zero percent chance. Uh, He's still wearing that big knee brace. Uh, He had nine catches uh, in the day. And it seemed like in the second quarter, I think they threw it to him nine straight times. I mean, I couldn't believe uh, how wide open he was in the second quarter. And so Sam Laporta, big. uh, But one thing uh, that my friends and I really, really were appreciative of yesterday was Frank Ragnow. Oh, Frank I was Ragnow. I I was just going to jump on that Brad. I, I absolutely. I mean, what he just what he did, just the guts, the determination to go back out there. And uh, he talked about not being 100%. I don't think he was 50%. Right. And uh, and the ability to just be able to slow down that pass rush, um, you know, it, it was, uh, what a gutsy performance. I thought it was I, I thought it was awesome that they brought him in for the interviews. I don't know if you noticed that, Brad, at the end of the game, they actually interviewed a lineman. Yeah. You know what I mean? They interviewed a lineman. Um, you know, and I and we'll talk probably more about here next coming up next week. But you know, uh, the reason Jared Goff is 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 who he is. He's not great under pressure, mm. but that. That offensive line for the Detroit Lions is as good as anybody that's out there in the league. Absolutely. And, I mean, for people who don't quite understand what we're saying, Frank Ragnow uh, in the middle of that game got rolled up on. Oh, uh, terrible. It looked, looked awful. awful. I, I, thought he, I thought he broke a, an ankle and a knee on the same play. Exactly. It looked Incredible. awful. Turns out he sprained both his knee and his ankle. Now, you sprain your knee and your ankle, and you're supposed to push a— uh, he was matched up in the middle against Vita Vea, one of the best interior defensive linemen in football— that's a th- well over 300-pound man. You shouldn't be able to even contend with that guy. And I, I ask everybody, go look at the fourth and goal touchdown from Craig Reynolds. It, but don't watch Craig Reynolds. Watch the center. Watch Frank Ragnow and watch him will himself to block Vita Vea, who, again, is a massive human being. He didn't push Vea. He got absolutely no Backwards movement, but he did enough to make sure Vita, Vita Vea didn't make the tackle. And he dropped down to a knee because you knew he was in pain. He dropped down to a knee, somehow didn't hold, and still was able to open up the hole. We were ready to build the Frank Ragnow statue. I mean, if you want to talk about grit and you want to talk about all of the things that Dan Campbell preaches, that's your guy right there. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, that that was the strangest four downs of, of football of the entire game, though. <laughs> I mean, you talk about guts. You talk about grit. You talk about power football. You talk about everything that gets the Lions fans excited. And then we're going to throw the ball twice from the one-yard line and finally run it in on fourth down with our fourth-string running back. Yeah, exactly. Who's, who's, who's not exactly Refrigerator Perry here, my friend. I mean, he's <laughs> – and, and run it off – behind the guard who's replacing the Jonah Johnson, yeah. the backup guard. Yeah. And, but you're right. But Ragnall just did just enough to open that hole up, and, and it, was, it was awesome. It Couldn't really be was. happier for him. And Goff did enough. I mean, he was 30 of 43, which, by the way, it didn't feel like he only had 13 incompletions, but he did. But he also he was 10 of 11 in the fourth quarter for well over 180 yards. He was ridiculously good in the fourth quarter when it mattered. So give him a ton of credit for that uh for being really good he didn't throw the interceptions he tried on like his third pass of the game uh to throw it to jamel dean who dropped it uh, the lions made the plays the lions didn't drop the interceptions they had got to uh that the buccaneers just flat out 
didn't get. So that sets up a date with the 49ers. Jeff and I will talk about uh, the chances that the Lions beat the 49ers next. And now a message from Puffs Plus Lotion Tissues. Ordinary tissues can leave you with a red nose. So choose Puffs Plus Lotion for all of your blows. Puffs have lotion to soothe sensitive skin so you can wipe without wincing. It's a win-win. Puffs have cushiony thickness, which brings relief too. So the days of sore red noses are gone and through. When you're after soothing softness, a nose in need deserves Puffs indeed. Progressive asks, what do an escaped leopard... We're live from the zoo where a leopard has escaped. A growling stomach, an uneaten tuna sandwich, and a backdoor doggy door have in common? They can lead to an unexpected kitchen renovation. Yeah, hi. Is this the zoo? Your leopard is in my kitchen. Bundle your home and auto with Progressive for great savings and round-the-clock protection. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company affiliates and other insurers. Not available in all states or situations. Ace is the place with the helpful hardware, folks. Odds are there's an ace right in your neighborhood with expert advice and the right tools to make your quick fixes even quicker. Around the clock, what you need in stock with people who know their stuff. Welcome to the Home Convenience Store. Stop into Klaus Family Ace Hardwares, proudly serving you since 1914 with 18 convenient locations. Ace is the place with the helpful hardware folks. Oh, not this song again. Hello, Sarah. Real quick, if you had to choose, would you listen to elevator music all day or deal with payroll compliance? Oh, payroll compliance for sure. Wait, really? Staying compliant is so much easier with Gusto. Gusto automatically calculates my taxes and files with all the right agencies for me. That actually sounds great. Hold up, can Gusto help my small business with compliance too? Of course they can. Choose payroll compliance without the ups and downs. Visit gusto.com slash radio to sign up for free. With Liberty Mutual, you can customize and save hundreds on your car insurance. But what to buy with those savings? Yep, I bought a sound effects machine. Only pay for what you need at LibertyMutual.com. Savings may vary underwritten by Liberty Mutual Insurance Company and affiliates excludes Massachusetts. Liberty, 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 Liberty. Since 1939, Gilbert's Drugstore has provided our community with individual hometown care. Edwin is from Osgoda, and he shops at Gilbert's Drugstore. It's very convenient, first of all. I live somewhat near it. Secondly, is uh, I get very good treatment there, and I like it better, you know, than a chain-type drugstore. I get personal care. People take care of me. They know me and all that. You know, it gets to be a personal thing, I guess. Maybe I'm just a stuffy old man. I family keeps telling me I'm getting old. I'm I'm only 90, but, you know. Sound pretty good uh, for 90 years old. Yeah, I don't do badly. I No complaints. Edwin is a happy customer. Gilbert's is both friendly and attentive. I get individual attention, and I also find that they have a complete stock of pharmaceuticals and just about anything I might want aside from prescriptions I find there. So it is a good place. Make the switch today. Gilbert's Drugstore, downtown Osgoda. 
This edition of Monday Night Lights is proudly sponsored by the Erickson Family Agency of West Branch. As your local Farm Bureau agency, we are here to service all of your insurance needs. So if you're looking for farm, home, auto, commercial, life insurance, even retirement options, let us provide an individualized plan just for you. Come see me, Jeff Erickson, in downtown West Branch or call 989-345-0230. Farm Bureau Insurance, Michigan's insurance company. Had to get that one in there at the end there. Uh, Jeff, one of our fine sponsors of Monday Night Lights, which I greatly appreciate uh, you being a sponsor of this. And uh, Jeff Erickson is joining me here. we got three minutes to talk about uh, Lions versus uh, 49ers. Lions open up as a seven-point dog to the Niners, and that sounds exactly correct to me. Really? I, I would have gone with the six and a half. But, six and a half? Uh, but I think, yeah. you know, no, I think, honestly, I, uh, I I think that's probably about the right number. I mean, I don't know that, um, I, I think that the Lions are going to be right in that ball game. Yeah. It always is amazing, though. You look back, even that uh, six and a half point, they go for two. Uh, if they get it, all of a sudden, isn't it amazing? Uh, those right guys in it. Vegas seem to know what they're talking right. about. If, Buc- if the Buccaneers get that two-point conversion, the Lions win by six, and Lions betters are very cranky uh, uh, come uh, Sunday night. So I'm absolutely with you. that Yeah, six and a half, seven and a half, wherever this, I doubt it'll end on seven. I think Vegas put it at seven, going, we're going to let you guys decide if it's six and a half or seven and a half, uh, which way you think it's going to go. But... Uh, if you had asked me two weeks ago, maybe even three weeks ago, do I think the Lions have a shot against the 49ers? I'd say, man, not much. Uh, but now that they've won two playoff games, they've been able to show the toughness that they have against two hot teams. The Rams, who I think are just a really good team, the Buccaneers, who are on a heater. Uh, they beat those two teams. Uh, and now they get to play the 49ers, who, I mean, also, the Packers, the Packers I think, proved uh, at the end of the year they were one of the four best teams in the NFC. Uh, and not, I remember saying last week that, oh, the Packers gifted the Lions another home game by upsetting uh, the Cowboys. And you as a Packers fan probably like this. No, they were just better than the Cowboys. Now watching them a little bit against San Francisco. No, they were just better than, than Dallas was, uh, just a better football team. Matt LaFord did a great job with that team and he competed against San Francisco. So you who watched that Green Bay, San Francisco game intently, you have two minutes here. To kind of give uh, our scouting report here, do you, do you like the Lions' chances against San Francisco? I do. I do, and I'll tell you why. Uh, I really like, number one, uh, Detroit's uh, offensive line is better than the Packers' offensive line, period. Uh, and and Jordan Love was under constant pressure uh, throughout that game and was uh, unbelievable. I mean, I mean, that guy's a legit quarterback. Goff, if he gets that kind of pressure, I'm a little bit concerned. But the Lions' offensive line is just flat better, mm-hmm. especially if they're healthy. Now, I don't know if Jonah Jackson's going to be back. Hopefully, Ragnow, we've talked about, uh, is is going to be okay. But but uh, I think their offensive line is better. They run uh, the Packers run a lot of that zone scheme uh, on the in the run game much more than Detroit does. But I think they've got a more explosive back in in Jameer Gibbs. Uh, I think that the middle is going to be open a little bit, much like it was in that Green Bay game. Uh, I absolutely think the Detroit Lions got a shot to win that football game. I'm with you. I think that they have a legitimate shot to win. I Like I said, I think the Niners should be favored. They are favored, and I'm okay with that. Uh, but I think Dan Campbell's going to have this team feel like they're being insulted, being a seven-point touchdown. It's correct. But Dan Campbell's going to make him think that it's insulting. Uh, he's going to have that power 
over this football team. And yeah, if Goff stays upright, the Lions have every shot to win this game. Uh, and the fact that San Francisco doesn't have a ton of, I guess what I would say, guys who make plays because they're great players. They have great players. But I think Kyle Shanahan schemes a lot of these guys wide open into their systems. Christian McCaffrey is going to be a headache. No doubt about it. He's going to be a headache. Who knows if Debo Samuel plays. That's a big key. Niners haven't won without Debo Samuel yet this year. So they're going to need him. The Lions can just keep guys in front of them. Don't let McCaffrey run wild. I think they're going to have a legitimate shot. High school basketball coming up uh, tomorrow. Jeff and I will be on our sister station, Hits FM. Kurt and Catfish right here on WKJC 630. Jeff, always appreciate it, my friend. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Hey, sounds great, man. Looking forward to hope to see everybody out there tomorrow night at Whittemore. Broadcasting from the shores of Tawas Bay, you're listening to the big one. 50,000 watts. WKJC FM, Tawas City, East Tawas. A Carol Broadcasting Station.